Uh, good evening, everyone. And it is wonderful to have you with us. Uh, some great guests coming on to discuss a very strategic activity and how that is contributing to how we're going to change, how we are changing the, the um, state of water in the world. So without further ado, I'm going to jump in to the usual. And uh, if you just want to make sure that you're in the right webinar, <laughs> water is a new gold. And of course, water is a new asset class. Um, we're making it that way. We are the leader in that respect for water installations that are not these huge central ones that we know are in trouble. It is Thursday, the 22nd of July. Oh my gosh. Um, Labor Day fast arriving. Um, and by the way, we are, you know, th th there's been discussion about our quarterly filing that remains on track now. Uh, more importantly, the second quarter filing, which I think will have some very good news in it, is on schedule for um, the third week of August. And so I think uh, August, um, we'll get past this July one. Prasad's work to make um, our processes work better will have paid off and we will be in a whole new scene. Okay, briefing number 120. Of course, as you know, what is escuchar en español? So all you got to do is click on the globe uh, on the bottom of the dialogue, choose, choose Spanish, and you're off and running. Of course, the usual safe harbor statement about how there are uncertainties and risks, um, but we do our very best to tell you like it is. I'm going to start off by playing a quick video, and I'm very happy to see how many people are here. That's wonderful news. Welcome. Bienvenido a la gente, toda la gente de... Uh, América Latina y están los bienvenidos. And I hope that Heather is translating it properly for me. <laughs> anyway, um, let me go ahead and share screen with the video optimization. And here we go. Ivan Anz is an Inc. 500 serial entrepreneur who has enjoyed not one, but two years in the Inc. 500, now listed as 83rd of the fastest growing companies in the Inc. 500 and headed for a third year. He's the founder and CEO of Capitan's family office, which comprised three strong divisions, business development, investments, and philanthropy. The business division is directed by the CEO and business strategist, Mr. Art Marin, with more than 50 years of experience ensuring Ivan's vision becomes a reality for the world. Their mission is developing and maturing businesses that have the potential to prosper and with all the important factors of enhancing the condition of humanity. His Toyota dealerships rank as the number one car dealership network in his state in Argentina and expands Realty, the international real estate broker firm of the family office, is ensuring agents grow above and beyond financially and in their lives. Well known as the creator of the Philanthro Investor brand identity, along with his books, Ivan is constantly seeking to engage others towards the improvement of the world's most major social maladies. Housing problems successfully addressed using housing philanthropy investing by Equity and Health Inc. 
and now with its new startup, Equity and Health Ventures, opening the doors to the institutional investor to enjoy what individual investors have been experiencing for the past seven years. Serious water conditions and scarcity are being addressed by water financial investing with Origin Clear, the water company for the new economy, and targeted to arrive in NASDAQ in 2022. Philanthro investor, golfer, and music lover, and having never met a person he did not love, Mr. Ivan Ans. Well, and with that said, I would like to welcome Artie Marin and Ivan Ans. Welcome aboard, gentlemen. Thank you, Riggs. And, um, I, you know, Ivan, you're in Puerto Rico, and Artie, you're just down the street in Clearwater, Florida. Mm-hmm, correct. I like your tie. Thank you. Yeah, you got to have a good tie. You know, if you these days ties are so unusual that you know you got to have a good tie, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, what I'm going to do here, first of all, I, I, before we get into get you guys individually, I want to talk a little bit about what this means to us, the relationship, etc. And uh, I sure am blue. I, 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 look, I think I look very blue today but I'll go with it. I'm going with blue. Um, but the, the thing that happened last year around May was that our business model was, you know, through incredibly hard work by Ken Berenger, myself, Tom Marchesello, we were moving towards this um, water as a service and the investor water model and so forth. And by May, we really had made this major transformation so that when Ivan was, who's attracted to an ad of ours, ended up in a CEO briefing, he, he, this, we were the company he was looking for to apply the same successful um, uh, sort of principles that he, did, that he had applied for equity and help. And he goes to Artie, uh, he goes, um, there's this guy, Riggs. And of course, Art, Artie says, yeah, I know this guy. <laughs> I know this guy. So um, it, it's uh, from that point on. Now, here's what's important about this: very, very strategic, and the reason why um, it's more than you know, three old, three guys in a in a room here, and that is that as a CEO of a public company, I can't say anything that I'm not actually doing, because otherwise, I'd probably have to move out of the country. So in this case, we knew that we needed to move towards this pre-funding of water systems and, and so that companies would be paying on the meter by the gallon. But the reality of it was we didn't have that capability. And that's really what uh, philanthropic investors brought to us because they leveraged their existing real estate audience who are you know accustomed to large investments and so forth. And with that, we've been able to um, make our way towards raising capital for these water systems as opposed to merely um, selling them. Now, the, the, the irony of it is that now, a year after that, the, um, the, the selling of systems has taken off, which is good news. But we feel that it's very strategic what we're doing here, this water on demand. And I have to say that um, philanthropic investors is key to having been able to say that legitimately. So without further ado, I am going to uh, share screen here uh, once again and... Um, Ivan, you are the first guy who got to know us, and um, this is your little one sheet for your podcasting. Tell us a little bit about how you got here, um, what you learned about real estate, and how it's applying to what you're doing now. 
Yes, of course. So, Rick, uh, everything started with with the dream because I was observing that I was just investing money for money, and I was already well financially, but I was feeling that the money that I was making it was going toward just being a number behind of behind of a screen and watching a number and a graph grow or go down or go up and go down. So when I start to see the, the, the speculative investment world and start to feel my emptiness inside, I realized I need to find a way to, not only for myself, but for others to invest with the purpose. And, and one day I was, in the, I was in the shower and, and then this concept came to me about philanthropy investing. And it was kind of a revelation. And this revelation showed me that there is a trend coming in the world, as you see the nonprofits trend for many, many years that 50 years ago were very little amount of nonprofits. Mm-hmm. And now there is more and more and more. So there is a trend in the world of the consciousness level of help for the humanity raising. So that was one trend. But then I see this in the future where investors were going to care more about their money and they were going to care more about what they do with the resources. And it was not going to be only what the money creates for them and what if I can, if I can buy more watches or more cars or more homes or better suits and so on. It was going to be more in the direction of what the effect the money is creating in the world where the money is going and what is the result that this money is creating. And that was the whole revelation around 2009. So I started this movement of housing philanthropy investing down in Argentina. And when I start seeing the families change their life, it touched my heart. So then my wife tells me, Ivan, if we move this to the United States, Everything that happens in the U.S., the world will copy. The good and the bad, right, Rick? Sure, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. So I came to the U.S. and I launched, I started investigating more and more. And I realized, I thought that the U.S. was the, the country of the American dream. And that everybody can own their home. <laughs> 100% of the people own their home in the U.S. And when I realized that more than 50% of Americans do not own their home, I was blown away. Yeah, it's a terrible piece of um, history because it used to be 75% back in the 50s. And then over time, it degraded. And um, it's funny because we keep talking about charity in places like Africa, but we really need to take care of America. Exactly. And that's what I saw. Hey, this is the country that is been working for years to be the example for the world. And this is a country where almost everybody in the world wants, wants, uh, wants to live in and wants to invest in and wants to support. And so I say, wait, but 50% of Americans do not own their home. So I researched more and more. I went through different um, real estate seminars and, and so on. And then that's why I launched Equity and Help because I wanted to solve that problem and connect philanthropy investors with the problem of housing. 
So my first, I will say that my, my inspirations in, the, in my journey towards a philanthropy investor journey, my number one inspiration was when I first helped families in Argentina. My second inspiration was when I realized that I can help families in the US. And then I say, well, I arrived to the US in 2012 and I, I do not speak a word in English almost. I was like learning as I speak. Yep, like every immigrant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then I say, well, I am a visionary. So I need to build a team that speak English that, <laughs> and understand the US law, right? So with that, with that in place, I, I build a team that now is, is led by Mr. Jaime Gomez, amazingly well done as a CEO for Equity and Health. And in 2019, after the company made it to the IN 500 for first time in position 128 and now number 83 in the, in the year, uh, in the 2020, then I had the third inspiration for the philanthropy investor journey was this revelation that I had, which was, wait a minute, Philanthropy investor is not only created to solve one issue of the planet, which is housing and starting in the US. But I discovered that 8% of the population is living in places with bad air quality. Uh, sorry, sorry, with good air quality. Only 8% of the population is oh living in- Oh my God. In, yes, 8%. And then I went beyond and I discovered 6,000 kids are dying every single day of water-related diseases. Yeah. And we will be, the, it's not the problem, and I start researching more, and it's not the problem with the amount of water that we have in the planet, because it comes from the rain and so on. The problem is the quality of the water. And we are being terrible, terrible stewards of that water. Yes. You know, our responsibility is very, very low. So uh, what, I, what I understand is that you took the successful equity and health concept and now you are replicating it in these other domains. Yes. And then I went through the, through the different areas and I say, wait a minute, water is the most important one that I want to tackle next. So philanthropy investors helping the water increase the quality in the world. And I came to you through, through your ad in Facebook, you know, like, I think, you know, these, these uh, machines that we have in our hands that I feel that they are listening to us. So I was talking about water and all, all the time, right? And then your ad comes to my cell phone on water because I was well, talking Facebook about Well, Facebook works for me. Yes, exactly. Facebook works for me, just so you exactly, know. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and, I, and I like it because he understands what I want, so he give it to me, you know, exactly. the cell phone. That's so, so then I go through that and, and I say, well, the success of the expansion on taking the world to a more positive direction yes, and allowing people that is not knowing what to do with their money, so they gamble, to have a space for them to not only get cash flow, but fulfilling cash flow is the place that we started to create more and more. And we, the expansion that philanthropy investors have had over the years, it came from a single very important person in our universe of the companies, which is called the philanthropy investor ambassador. So we have this 
15 or 16 countries of the world that are people that understand our vision and mission and they get brief on it and they may have the money and they philanthropy invest in one of the companies or they may not. So they right. philanthropy invest with their time because what is a philanthropy investor? Is someone that invests their money or time engaging emotionally to promote human welfare while earning a financial return. So the ambassador gets a reward for his time that is developed toward the improvement of the area that philanthropy investor is touching. And that's what we've been doing with equity and health. That's how we expanded housing philanthropy investing. And now we are bringing this water philanthropy investing product to allow anybody in the world across the globe to just say, hey, I want to help the world with my time. Okay, I'm becoming a philanthropy investor ambassador and I am getting reward, but plus fulfilling that indirectly I am changing the planet to a more positive direction. Well, in fact, we're going to be able to talk about this further because um, although Vendi Rios is not able to be here tonight, uh, we will be covering her job, which is to work with that. I'm going to take this opportunity now and thank you very much, Ivan, and I'm so proud and happy that you, you clicked on that ad. <laughs> um, here is Mr. Artie Marin, who, uh, tell us a little bit how you, how you got dragged into this, because apparently you didn't say yes right away. No, no. As far as becoming a CEO, no. I, I, I had been lecturing around the world on various aspects of management, um, Europe about four months, a year or more. And Ivan, uh, found out about my work and he called me and he said, well, you should, you know, Ivan, I'm, I'm busy. And, and finally, one day he said, because he is, as you know, Riggs, fairly persistent. And um, he said, look, why don't you come up and let's have dinner. You can meet my wife. And I thought, okay, fine. So I went over, he was living in Clearwater. Famous last words. <laughs> yeah. And um, I suddenly got the real picture. It wasn't just real estate. No, it was help and it was effective. And that really got my interest. And even then he said, well, you know, chairman of the board. And I said, let me just consult a little bit, you know, just let me. And, and that's how he started. And then it kind of kept growing and growing. And we, we really connected up a lot more. And I'm going to tell you why. There's a few key points that Ivan brought up there. One, he said, well, I came to America and I didn't speak English. No, he, the power of what he was doing was, was, was powered by purpose. Imagine coming to America, not a word of English, you got to make a living, you got a family, mm -hmm. right? And that was driven by this purpose. And the purpose was a carryover from what he did in Argentina. And I tell you the moment, he helped some of this, he was selling this real estate and this person could not afford to buy it. Ivan, I can't afford it. He had his little girl with him. She said, Daddy, Daddy, we could live here. No, no, I'm sorry. And, you know, she got this frown. And, and Ivan thought, no, okay. I'm going to give you the land. We're going to build a house on it. You're going to have it. You'll pay me, you know, practically whatever you could afford. And at that moment, the smile on that person's face is what lit up and created millions and millions of dollars in, in housing investment with equity and help and all of our philanthropy investor companies. So that's the first thing I wanted to say. Secondly, he made a comment. He said, 
fulfilling cash flow. When have you ever heard of that? It's fulfilling cash flow. And Ivan often says, you know, he's, I don't want money for money. And what he's saying there, uh, and it's actually pretty good English, uh, is that it's, it's just not fulfilling. But if you can put money in and, and make it be a fulfilling activity, that means something in this short amount of time that we have on, on planet Earth. Okay, so that, that's enough of that. I'm involved in the mechanics. You know, my, my purpose and my job is to bring these concepts. I mean, helping people is a concept, but making them a reality. And uh, I'll, I'll never forget the moment that Ivan said, I found the water because we had been looking for it. You know, he said, water is our next one. We've got to have water. Okay. I don't know how long, five days, seven days. I found the water. Really? What is it? So oh, it's a company called Origin Clear. Now, I wasn't familiar with the name. There's a company called Origin Clear, and they're doing these great things, and, 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 and they kind of think like us. I said, really? Who's the CEO? Figuring, I don't know, maybe from my travels around the world, I know him. And he said, Riggs Eckleberry. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, Riggs Eckleberry at one time was a relation of mine. His brother was married to my daughter. I don't know what that is. Somebody can tell me. Is that like a nephew-in-law? I, I think we're cousins. Right. All right. So we're cousins. And I said, Ivan, I've known this guy for 25 years. I, his mother was a friend of mine. We went to party. We went to, every Sunday. I was at his house. Remember the Sundays? Sure, the, the brunches. Sunday things in California. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was great. And of course, you know how things are, ladies and gentlemen. You know, when it's kind of right, it's like really right. And uh, our first meeting, it just took off from there. Uh, but let me go into OC just a little bit more. What was it that attracted our attention? What was it that got us really more steeply involved and kind of like all in? And as you know, you know, we're investors. Ivan's an investor. Um, the indicators. And what do I mean by indicators? You know, when you've been working with companies as I have for half a century, you, you, you see certain things because you've had so many experiences that you, you create a library. Okay? These are all the things to look for. And I, I, one of them was it, not just the sales, not just the money, but also the intensity of help the intensity of final product. Our first meetings with Riggs, he didn't talk about you know, the, the return and the thing. No, he talked about water. And he talked about the necessity for doing something about water in this planet backed up by statistics, much of which I had no clue. That became a, a desire on our part to do what, else, what we could do. And because our investors are philanthro investors, we knew that once we brought them water on demand, water as, as the new gold, the fact that they could help, it was going to be instant recognition. Uh, and it was. So it was that, it was the technical rendition. And by that, I mean, the work they had been doing on water on demand, the, the level of sophistication, the drive we've met now, I don't know, probably most of the crew and the drive for it and and Ken Berenger, right? Whom, if you haven't met, 
it's it's worth on its own, never mind the investment returns you might well get. Uh, but Ken is in, incredibly knowledgeable. He's been in the industry uh, decades. And I guess it's the trust. That, that was, that's what permeated all of our connections was just this, this constant evidence of trust and the fact that we could, we could trust that when we brought the people we knew to be introduced to Ken uh, and to, to Riggs, that they were going to get the whole story. And they, they will tell you, you know, incredibly transparent. This is the way it is up front. Here's all the problems. Here's this, here's that. Uh, and so that was, that was a very big factor. Um, and now, as Ivan mentioned, ambassadorships. And that's all about replication. You know, if you know enough about business, you know that when something works, you replicate it. And since everything we've been doing is working very well, um, we're not going to change water in this planet fast enough unless we scale up. It's not just whom Ivan and I know, but no, 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 it's got to scale up. Well, who's going to do that? Ah, the people who know the value of what we're doing, and that means our investors and people who get it. And this is, this is in the main people who have been investing or, in, or are investors, but do not have fulfilling work. And yes, investing in OC is fulfilling in itself because you know that your money is going to something of value for now and the future. But it also puts you in a position to be an ambassador. To what? Get the word out to other people as to what's happening and what we're doing. And we count, I mean, who better than those uh, who understand what we're doing to help get the word out to others? And we have a system uh, call it a replication system that allows uh, where we can do that. And that's kind of what we're doing. If you, uh, if you pull up the, the next slide, um, I want to introduce everybody to, to Vendi. Absolutely. Um, and uh, I think that Vendi was not able to be here tonight, but. Um, yeah, her, ch her child is, I spoke to her about an hour ago and her child is ill and it's, it's untenable to be on. But here's Vendi, who's originally from the Czech Republic, wonderful lady, very, very smart. And she is the, the vice president of expansion, actually internationally. And part of what she does is introduce uh, both likely investors and, very importantly, ambassadorship. That is to say, somebody who's sincerely interested in helping us get the word out uh, and we have a program that allows them to do that. Uh, and, um, and, and it in itself is fulfilling. So there are, there are investors who can't, can't do the investment right now for whatever reason. Okay, but they love what we're doing. Fair enough. Let's talk about ambassadorship. Let's us explain to you how it works and so on. But we're not talking about getting on the phone and doing cold calling. Okay, we're not talking about putting ads in newspapers, right? It's just that here's the point. Everybody knows somebody yeah. who should be playing this game. And that's all we're talking about. Right? So those who are interested, you can certainly contact us or contact uh, Vendi 
and we can set that up for you in one way or another. Wow. Well, that was amazing. And I appreciate your jumping in um, to the ambassador thing, because you're right. One company, one group cannot change everything. Uh, you have to create a movement in a way. And I right. think that's what you're talking about. Uh, while you've been talking, uh, Michael Hardison said, trust the intangible asset of origin clear. Amazing. Um, and in Keith Rutten, this is why we invested. So I think you, you have uh, become a you've hit a nerve here because our investors, I believe, um, and you know, Keith did not come through financial investors, but this is where I think there was an immediate uh, harmonization between the two organizations that, you know, Ivan and us kind of um, sensed each other. Um, and, you know, um, Sharon Skonetsky says great info. So um, the, this is to me, uh, you know, we will not have, five or 10 partners like philanthropic investors. It's not going to happen because, um, you know, it, it's, you're really organically part mm -hmm. of what we do. And, and we've sort of through osmosis and through uh, technology transfer, we've, we've adopted so much of what you've, you've got. And then of course, um, you know, we're pioneering things like crypto, which I think that you guys should adopt, but that's a whole other uh, story. Um, but it, it um, Vendi is extremely diligent. Um, she's going to be, she's got great tender love, tender loving care, TLC. So if, um, if anybody's interested in getting involved with philanthropic investing, and that, that doesn't just include water, it also would, could include doing things for equity and help, then simply um, email Vendi at expansion at philanthropinvestors.com. So um, this has um, been a, a really good uh a uh, really good moment uh, to talk. And, you know, Ivan, to, to your point earlier, you know, we know that in the world, charity has gotten a bad name. Why? Because it can actually make, you know, reduce the, you, you feel great. You, you gave a lot of money and oh, yeah, I've done good things for the world. The recipient is often not benefited by that. And, um, you know, we have these examples, for example, in the Ivory Coast and a, a container a 40 foot container of clothes shows up in Abidjan and all of a sudden the local garment industry is dead. And so that is very bad. So philanthropic investing doesn't mean just wealthy people creating this, but it also means being able to create entrepreneurial movements everywhere where um, we're doing good and at the same time doing well. So I, I think that's going to become something that over time charity itself will become philanthropic investing, I think. So. Yes, and Rich, you are, you are totally right in what you're saying and brings me to, to the point that I will use as a, as a closing for you, which is that when you have these millionaires or billionaires that come to the level that they can do charity, but then you have the guy that has $100,000 in savings or 200000 and then if he gives a huge amount to charity of the level that he wants, then he cannot do that level that the philanthropist does. So philanthropy is just mm. putting your money towards the, or, or time towards improvement of humanity, but just getting in return that you are improving the humanity. Philanthropy, in, in, investing on the other side is putting your money to get in a return. So one, if you combine both of them, yes, just combining both of them, that's the power of the creation of philanthropy investing and allows everybody. And the vision for philanthropy investors, Rick, is everybody in the world will have, we will have an app in the future. You will come to the app, 
philanthropy investors and you will select origin clear and you will be able to do 5,000, 1,000. Like we will have this open mm-hmm. to the world in the future. And that's the vision. But let me tell you something else, which is the fact that when you are a philanthropy investor, you are connected to something very special, which is true financial freedom. And what I mean by that, we have this word that has been promoted all over the world, this phrase, financial freedom and passive income, financial freedom and passive income. And and both of them are connected. From my viewpoint, it's not correct because the word freedom is more connected with purpose. Like when you say, hey, let's get this freedom for this country. Everybody has a purpose. Everybody is alert of their environment. Everybody has engagement. Everybody receives a fulfilling coming back. So that's true financial freedom, not the other way of, hey, I give you the money and I do nothing and I just receive money because it is not involvement. There is no life. It's just receiving money. So what I love about the Origin Clear platform is that we have the Trusted Investor Conference. Why we have that? Because once a quarter, very well laid out, aligned with the philanthropy investor vision, you put all the investors that are supporter of Origin Clears to meet once a quarter, and they are able to also give you input and control the direction of the company somehow. So they feel they are creating the future of Origin Clear. So it's not just their money, and that's a water philanthropy investor. You know, Ivan, could you repeat the definition of the philanthropy investor again? Because I'm not sure that that very crucial point really got across, and I want to emphasize it. Could you repeat it again? And I'm going to make comment on it. Yes, a philanthropy investor is someone who has spent his time and money engaging emotionally, comma, while earning a financial return. Okay, and it's the engaging emotionally that I wanted to put in there because the fulfillment comes from that, not just from the money, uh, but the the constant upgrade of of your your information, you know where it's going, and you hear uh, about the utilization. I mentioned earlier that when we started, it was all about what we kept seeing as results, and that's the intangible results, the trust, as well as the real results, and it's just very fulfilling. But anyway, I wanted to make sure, because I thought that part, when I first read it, that they're emotionally engaged, that's where, uh, that's where the return on investment really lies. Wow. And Chris Worth says, very good. Now understanding philanthropy investing, can't wait to circulate this Origin Clear CEO meeting. So um, you've definitely hit a chord. Thank you very much. And, um, you know, I'm not going to, uh, because we're, we've already spent almost 40 minutes and has not been one boring minute. So thank you very, very much for this. Awesome. I'm going to go ahead and um, give the group a, um, a, an update on what's happening on the crypto front. And uh, thank you, Ivan and Artie. You guys are great. And I would thank Vendi if she'd been here. It's been really fantastic. Thanks. All right. Let me talk a little bit about the crypto situation. Um, the, this is evolving very, very fast. Uh, let me just check. Somebody made a chat. Um, and what we've got here, uh, let me go into speaker view because somehow I still have... Um, there we go. Uh, so what we have here is <clears throat> crypto works well when it um, is a functionality 
a complete functionality. And what we're starting to figure out is we need two coins. One is a, a, this um, network of a community of people who are interested in helping with water and who want to direct projects and vote, et cetera. And the other one is, well, where does the money come from? And so then on the other side, you have investors uh, and they get um, their, another network and those two interact. In the middle, you have to have a trustee, right? A trustee function. So what's what's evolving is like a, a binary system, kind of like the two, you know, binary stars, two stars that, that circle around each other. But in the middle, you have this very, very important uh, fulcrum. Now, um, $H2O is the security token that we've been talking about. And it's pure money. It's only for accredited investors. And it is um, when people invest, they get a percentage back over the life of the equipment, as we've been talking about. And that's going to be um, fleshed out. You're going to next week, I promise you a very, very clear and well put um, diagramming of all this as it develops. It's, it's, we're still going back and forth with our partners. And on the other side is this uh, community network that basically um, recruits everyone. Now there's a big problem with democracy. Too many people, right? When, when you have like um, a mob, then in a way, nobody's speaking. You have to have what we have in America, which is a representative democracy. The, the people elect the people that represent them. And then those people in turn have the responsibility of um, deciding things and, and voting, et cetera. And that's called a, um, it was de designed by Dan Larimer. It worked very well for um, a coin called EOS, another one called Steemit, another one called BitShares. And you, what you have with all those uh, cryptos is you have people who are called witnesses or delegates. And these people make sure that everything works properly. So it's not entirely just crypto smart contracts. It's also people. And that I think is going to be the key thing to make all this work. So to summarize, and I'm going to come back tomorrow with be there tomorrow. I mean, not next week, be there next Thursday, because you will see this visually as I develop it. Um, we're going to have this, this network that grows what's called a utility token. That is, it's not a security. Anybody can own it. And it's um, uh, because the minute it's a security, then it has to be treated like a stock and there's all kinds of rules. And usually it's only the accredited investors. So this one here is, and we just trademarked it, but I won't discuss it just, just now today. I'll keep that for next week. Um, and this particular community uh, token has this hierarchy of, of elected representatives who then take, you know, oh, there's a problem in Abidjan. How do we solve it? Fine. Now, there's funds over here on the H2O coin, which um, where people make money and the two interact very dynamically. And in the middle, as I said, we have this trustee function. That's as much as I can get into today. It's, um, it's very, very promising. I'm super excited about it because it's starting to click. Um, and you know, that, you know that when something starts to become simpler, it means it's becoming better. And that's, that's what's happening here. So without further ado, I'm going to be wrapping it up. Um, and uh, I appreciate, oh my God, so many people have been um, extremely uh, loyal. And um, JRW says, um, thank you for the info. Very good, thank you for the info. Um, and you know, th there's two ways you can participate in our future. One is with the what we call the Series U, which is 100,000 investment, but you can do less if you're accredited or non-US. And by the way, we learned this week 
that a non-US investor can invest US funds as long as they are a non-US investor, meaning living abroad. Um, and this very, very high leverage, you would not believe some of the numbers this thing generates um, if, if we do even, uh, even just keep, keep going, it's amazing. But if we, as I expect, if we really take off and end up on the NASDAQ, the returns are stupendous. And then the other one is this idea of the water on demand program, which is about funding equipment and this is going to coexist with the new token thing. They're not going to um, wipe each other out. Why? Because it's going to take a little while for the crypto to happen, uh, weeks or months, so we don't want to say when. But meanwhile, this thing is going to get us going, and uh, it's we've already closed some deals on it, and we'll be receiving our first funds very, very shortly. And that'll be a piece of news that you'll be getting. So... Um, Continuing here, uh, Ken Berenger, uh, he really is um, the guy who, who as, um, as already said, um, he's got this um, um, ability to brainstorm very, very fast. <laughs> and so uh, we're able to just um, ping pong things back and forth and it's been incredibly um, productive and we've changed the company dramatically uh, during Frankly, really during COVID, it's really when it started happening. So that's um, what we need to do. And finally, of course, we're going to see you next week because we are going to have coverage of this crypto thing. Sonia, gracias, hijo, por seguir y luchar por los, to, tus sueños para un mundo mejor. Gracias a todos. Y gracias, claramente, señora uh, Anzulovic. Y uh, gracias por su fiel. Y para uh, también. Gracias por Ivan. Entonces, uh, thank you so much. I appreciate everything uh, and all the visit people who visited. Um, and Stephen Davis, uh, thank you, Riggs. Adios. Guys, next week is going to be huge. Be there. Pass the word. It's going to be amazing. You will see the vision, simple vision, totally complementing what we're doing already. Remember, it's stacked, right? The base layer is all of this hardware we're selling successfully. And as you know, the numbers are taken off. You'll hear more about that. And the next level is this water on demand where it's outsourced water treatment. And then this final level is this thing we're working with crypto. They all interact. We're not going to make one thing the red-haired stepchild. And I hope that translates okay, Heather. Um, but the red-haired stepchild, meaning the person who is neglected, uh, we're not going to neglect anything because they work together very synergistically and then combined with the philanthropic investor ambassador program, which gets the word out through a human network. I think we're going to have an amazing, uh, amazing three, four five years. And I believe they'll be historic. I think we're going to change the water industry in ways that they're only just now becoming apparent. So thank you everyone. Uh, it's been great having you again. Um, just the best. Let's talk soon. I'll see you next week, okay? Good night, everybody.